Recognize you. <laughs> now I know who you are. Okay. All right. So, saw the sign up. You were like, tell your stories. What kind of stories? And so, we just wanted stories about Franklin County. So, the first one is, how did you get here? Okay. Originally, um, we're from Allegheny County, Cooper okay. Forge. My boyfriend at the time was working for Little Caesars, a friend of ours um, that he grew up with. He's from Bath County, was actually down here and doing maintenance at the time. So he got on with him and he would have to drive here every day, load his van and the stores, it's about 23 stores that are spread out between like Whitfield, South Boston, oh, all over. So he would have to come here first. And so we kind of made a decision and talked about it. This is centrally located. This is where you have to start your day. So why not just move and then you won't have to travel so far to come. Now, how did you find the move? Were you able to... I've been wanting to move for years. Move in or out? I wanted to move out of Clifford Forge okay. for a long time. We just hadn't made the move. Um, his mom still lived in the area at the time. She was alone. So we were the closest you know, family that she had. So um, once his brother moved back to that county, it kind of made sense. And we were ready. The girls were a little bit older. So we decided it was the right time. Okay. Were you able to find housing here easily, enroll in the schools, and find excellent teachers easily? Um, <laughs> the housing, it took us a minute. We were looking, and we really didn't find anything right off the bat because we had a dog. Oh. So we were, we were just really searching, and he actually found the house that we are in now. He um, came home one day, and he said, you know, I want you to come down, you know, take off work one day, and I want you to come down, and me and you know, our friend, we kind of looked around. We had looked up by the lake. We were just looking around Franklin right. County. And he told me he saw the place. So we had gotten the keys. And the group that we are working with, the Premier Real Estate, she actually gave us the keys and was like, you know, um, just look around, see how you like it. We were coming from a townhouse. So, you know, we're in a house. So they were okay with us having a dog and it was once we found that it was great right. school systems were really easy to get into i had actually looked at liam wade first um because there's a website online that gives you like ratings mm -hmm. schools and so they had a really high rating but because of where we live in town we would have to do Rocky Mountain Rocky Elementary Donald, okay. and she would be in the, in the middle school it was fine I mean okay. I like the schools it kind of reminded me at home because our county is spread out just like Franklin County mm -hmm. lots of elementary schools <laughs> one middle school kind of and one high school so it kind of reminded me of that but I was not unhappy with the school the jumped right in. They started making friends. Grades came up, per okay. se. You know, like, they weren't bad, but you know. Mm -hmm. 
they were really involved and it seemed like a really good Okay. And I, I guess even the involvement, like you being here as part of the 150th celebration and kind of walking around and even being comfortable with like, what stories you're looking for? So there is a welcoming involvement, but also you're the kind of person that's willing to step up and say, hey, what are you doing on there? Yeah, I was a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I think it takes in order to really get involved in the community. Yeah. And so some of it coming from this kind of community, it sounds like it helped. So this is 2014, 2015 when you came? We came in 2016. 2016. July okay. of And so there's been like a world shift during that time. Yes. Because this is pre-COVID. Right. And then you lived through COVID here. Yeah. And now we're out on the other side, we hope. Yeah. How has that change felt? Have you seen any changes in the county that, that are worth noting? Uh, I don't know if with the school I see a lot more change like there there seems to be a lot more awareness yeah people willing to open their eyes a little bit more because there's been some major shifts not just with COVID but I mean even with certain movements that have gotten started, certain things that have happened uh, throughout these last few years. So I've seen a difference. Um, People are kind of willing to want to know more Mm -hmm. about others um, and where they come from, what they can bring to the table. And I, I hope that's what drew you in, and I'm hoping that's, it feels what I've gotten from you in being able to express this time, is the piece of the world that you brought into Franklin County and that you had a chance to stay here for eight years and share with us has been helpful in what we've developed as a county. Can you imagine, now, you coming back, so you got to graduate and go to college? Where are you going? I'm at Fairham right now. Okay, all right. So we, we didn't lose you too. Okay, all right, good. So you're at Fairham, what year? Second year, I'm a Second sophomore. year, golly, okay. What are you studying? Biology. Okay. What are the chances we're gonna get you back here in your working life? Um, probably, I wouldn't cancel it out completely, but I would definitely, probably most likely not because I want to, I've been, I've lived in such a small like town and environment all my life. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. I love it. It's just, I want to get out and spread my horizons and get to know and do other things in a bigger setting. Okay. All right. And I, that's a wonderful answer. And I think one, not canceling out that you might come back after you get out there and spread your wings. Okay. That's wonderful. How are you finding the transition from Franklin County Public Schools to Ferrum? You feel well trained enough and you know enough coming out of the high school to navigate college? I think I do. I think they prepared us very well for college and what to expect. Um, because I'm at Ferrum, I have a lot of my high school teachers as professors. Yes. So I was very well acclimated and it's a really, I think they prepare you very well for college in general. Oh, that is awesome. Is there any story from your time transplanted, living through COVID that you think is worth sharing that signifies your experience as a Franklin County? When you're out and you're in some big city somewhere sharing your stories about your hometown, what's one of the stories you might share? Um, 
the stories I probably will share is just how community oriented Franklin County is. I mean, everybody's out here. You don't just see a certain, you know, group of people. You see everybody, all uh, ages, all race, everybody is just out here having a good time, enjoying each other's company. So I just think that everybody's very community oriented and just friendly with each other. And you don't get that everywhere. True. All right. That's anything else you got burning before we... No, um, I just thought that was a really good transition. I mean, it's bigger than the town we came from. So, you know, and we're close enough, you know, to Roanoke and Martinsville if we wanted to do something different on the weekends. Um, I've been to Roanoke more living here in eight years than I've been back home for 20-something years. So, you know, it's a 45-minute to an hour drive from the other end of 220. So, um, I like it. Um, I can't. I don't have anything bad to say. Um, I haven't had any issues like I've had at home, you know, with racism and things like that. Um, I haven't really had any issues here. Not that I can say. Everybody is pretty positive. They're friendly. They speak, and it kind of makes me feel like this is something. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Now, the name of the podcast is Misunderstood. We're gonna cut up some of the stories that we've got here, and uh, yeah, I'll get you to. Give me an email and I'll email you the yes. link when we post it. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, Justin Muse, <laughs> Mr. Franklin County. <laughs> Mr. Franklin County, that's that's a whole lot. I don't know if you're going to give me all that credit. Do <laughs> you have a middle name? What? Yes, yes. Lewis. Lewis, that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, I know my best friends. Right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Justin Well, y'all are a little bit it. younger than me, so I, I was out that loop. <laughs> but, Everybody knows Frank knows Justin Mears. Like you can tell if you go with this man to Walmart, you ain't gonna get yeah, out. I used to feel bad about that. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're not gonna get out in, in <laughs> any time less than an hour. And you know what? You know, working at the college, you know, and and over the years, and then taking students there to uh, do any kind of shopping, bingo shopping, prize shopping, or whatever, they used to hate going with me because <laughs> we're in there and that's you know we go in for like 15, 20 minutes and it ends up being like a couple hours. Yeah. Because I sit down and talk with people and I drive. So, you know, <laughs> it happens. We don't need to talk to people All right. That friendliness, is that something that is Franklin County specific or you think it's more of, like, how did that get into you in the first place? Is that family? Is that county? I, I think it's a mixture of uh, uh, several different things. Uh, most definitely, you know, family. 
you know, they, they raised me up <laughs> correctly, if you want to say that. Uh, it's something that, you know, we learn, and, and it's part of, you know, just the family history, taking, you know, whatever we have and, and making the best out of whatever we have and going on with it. So, you know, been blessed uh, over the years to have that kind of attitude. And then I, I think living in the county and, and interacting with several different people over the years and, and creating those friendships, I think that goes into it as well. Um, I'm the type of person that, you know, I, 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 I like to be friendly to everybody. I like to talk to people. Uh, I used to get in trouble. I was <laughs> talking to some people earlier today. I used to get in trouble um, back in school for talking too much. Uh, but now, you know, considering what I do, it was, it, it, it was perfect. You know, I was training myself. And so uh, it's like I never meet a stranger. Um, I, I, I know over the years in a bad day where I don't want to talk to nobody or I want to be to myself. Uh, people always come to me and talk with me. I got that, I guess I got that face or that that aura about me. And 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 I used to say it was a gift and a curse, but these days I'm saying it's all a gift. Uh, because you never know. I have heard over the years that uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm the type of person when I walk into the room, the whole atmosphere changes. And it used to bother me a little bit because, I, you know, I wanted to be subtle. Well, you know, I, I didn't want to be that guy, but, you know, it goes with the territory. And a lot of times it's, it's the difference to help somebody, especially in today's time. And so, you know, I don't take that for granted, and I'm definitely using that for the positive. Okay. Something I'm just remembering. So you did you did a little stint on TV. Yeah, I did an internship, yes. Yeah. Sportscasting. Right, right. Because hearing your voice again, you sound like a sports announcer right off the bat. <laughs> the energy, the aura you talked about is definitely audibly visible. <laughs> and, and, and also, I'm going to have to apologize because the, the music just got really loud. Yes. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. So in case you don't know where the... The 150th celebration of Rocky Mountain, Virginia. That's right. Celebrating 150 years of excellence here in Rocky Mountain, Virginia. Yes, okay, yes. so let's start. Let's start with that because you're wearing the 150th shirt. Yes. Because you've been called not just to one, but to two committees that help get this event up and running. Correct. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the uh, celebration committee for the 150. Um, what, 150 fests that we have right now. And then also uh, a core committee of that is working on the uh, First Baptist Church committee as well. So um, yeah, I, I had the opportunity to uh, get involved and work with these different committees to put on such events like this. I don't want to say I did a whole lot of work, but I will take credit for it. <laughs> but now, in all, in all seriousness, you know, uh, I, I didn't put in as much work as others. You know, there's other folks who definitely put in a whole lot of work to make this happen. I'm just glad to be part of it, be a piece of whatever that influence is or whatever the work was to make this happen. Okay. Now, you have to explain about the uh, First Baptist Church because mother called me and she's like, hey, you need to help Justin out. He's at First Baptist Church. I'm like, shoot. I know First Baptist Church is it's our mother's church. She grew up in this church. It's always been on Patterson Avenue. So I showed up on Patterson Avenue. And I called I called Moose. I'm like, hey, hey, where you at? <laughs> and you hear me go back and forth. Moose is Justin, Justin is Moose. So, right. 
So I call, I call Moose. I'm like, hey, you know, nobody's out here. He's like, man, the old, the old First Baptist. I'm like, you know, I, I didn't know of any other First Baptist church. Hey, you know what? I was the same way. You know, when we was on the committee, and like your mother's on the committee as well, and and you know, we was talking about, yeah, the First Baptist Church. We're gonna do the 150 fest, and we're gonna have uh, do something at First Baptist Church, and we're gonna take over all downtown. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, full detour. Yeah, that's cool, but you know, that's off the beaten path. You know what I'm saying? Like that's down the road. Uh, but they were saying, yes, the church is here, and I was thinking maybe Bethel AME, but I knew Bethel. Yes. Because, you know, I had relatives attend that church, and I've been there a few times, and I've been by this church practically almost every day, you know. <laughs> Never knew it was a church. Driving into work, yeah. Right. I knew it as a beauty salon. I knew it as a some sort of resource center, but a church, I never knew it. But now looking at it, and looking at all the different features, it even has, you know, the staple. And I'm like, man, it's in our face the whole time. And didn't even know it. So, so we're learning during this 150th celebration. Right, right. Always learning something, and that's a great thing. And that's the whole point of doing stuff like this. So you can talk about your history, learn the history. Because, like, the people who knew that history are older. And so us being the next generation and then the generation below us and so on, we need to remember that so we can continue to keep that tradition going on. Because I think one of the biggest things that's... I don't think we do a good job of is remembering our history, whatever it may be. And and, and that's something that we need to always continue to do and uh, learn about. Yep. Now, is there a piece of history, I guess, one, the, the knowledge about this building being something new, is there any other pieces of history of Franklin County that you're like, man, I, I, I'm glad I now know this, or I learned this early on, and it's worth sharing? Well, man, I, you know, uh, I talk about a Muse ball field. Yes. And, you know, it, it's a family ball field. Uh, it, was, it was created on a family farm. And, like, I know, yeah, my uncle built the, built the, uh, the, the, the field and, um, you know, he built it so my uncles and all the kids at the time could play on it. But, you know, we're trying to do some things uh, to learn the history on that field as well. And I learned so much stuff about it that I didn't know know about before and almost kind of took it for granted at the same time. So it's just great and wonderful just to learn, you know, all the history that we are learning with, with uh, the ball field. Okay. Now, can I, I'm, I'm pretty interested in uh, Joe's Grill. Okay. Um, I guess we think about, you know, 150 years in Rocky Mountain, you know, not everything was all peaches and cream. You know, it was there in Jim Crow South, where I think the local hub restaurant didn't actually serve African Americans in the front door. But I, I didn't even think, you know, we had an alternative. Uh, I guess Joe's Grill was kind of like the, the little underground. Uh, when I, I think of, uh, I think of uh, the color purple. Right. Little shindig hall. Where, about Joe's Grill. And, and first of all, I learned it had three different names uh, because people were referring to it as Joe's Grill and then some people were referring to it as uh, The Bottom and then 
I learned through some history uh, at Fairham College uh, at the BRI, they had a picture of this place called Montgomery's Grill. And, and it's all talking about the same place, just three different names. So I guess it all depended on which era you kind of lived through to determine what it was. But most commonly, to my understanding, and I'm the new buck on it, so you got to talk to the old heads <laughs> about it, but it's the bottom. We but go to know, the bottom. I'm not getting a clear answer from these old heads. From what I understand, you know, 80 and up can tell you about it from experience. Right. Uh, people in their 70s, 60s and 70s are, are like, yeah, I know about Joe's Grill. But I wasn't allowed yeah, to be there. I wasn't allowed to be there. Right, and right. If you talk to somebody 80 and up, they, they know. They, they got a smirk. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I ain't telling you. Oh, oh yeah. I know about Joe's. But <laughs> you ain't right. getting nothing out of me. Right. So, well, everybody who I talked to about saying that we were going to do a little something about Joe's Grill, it, it, it always starts with a smile or yeah. a laugh. And then, the craziest thing happens. You know, everybody comes in and then it's story time and people start talking about the story and they talk about, you know, we did this and we did that. You know, that was the place to be on a Friday night, Saturday night after the ball game, after this game or after whatever. We suck on down to Joe's <laughs> Grill or we go down to the bottom and we, you know, jive all night long. You know, we do whatever we need to do and have a good time all night long. And so, it's always it's the same story. And it's fun listening to those stories because you get the real stories. You don't get nothing watered down, but you get those real stories. And that's 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 wonderful. I love that. Okay. Now, even the bottom is realizing that the church here, First Baptist, is kind of up on this hill. And literally down two kind of inclines right. is the bottom where the where, that, where Joe's Grill would be. So get on the top on Sunday morning from having slid down to the bottom on Saturday night. It's like, hey, as long as you're working your way back up. Right. And then, and then you know, they also had the tracks come in. So, you know, we're on the other side of the tracks. I don't know, you know. That, that carries on a special meaning, you know. <laughs> not sometimes in most part, you know, it's not like a positive thing, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like funny at the same time because, like, you know, we know the, the history behind it, and you know, we look past it, but like, it was a good time. You know, I also heard where you know there's some of the counterparts who also frequent the bottom sometimes. Oh, I don't think it was often, but you know, one thing that was amazing is to say that you know we all fellowship and entertain together. That's good. Like, I don't hear too many of those stories, but I have heard a couple of those stories. It sounds like they, it sounds like they get ready to wrap up right quick. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're going to get drowned out, so we have to close right. out this particular one. I want to pull you back. I want to get some names, though. Okay. Okay, yeah, I definitely can give you some names right. for sure. Alright, so we'll come back after this. Yeah. Alright. How you sound? I'm sounding good. That's loud, but I'm loud. Yeah. yeah, that is loud. That's good. Keep it. Yeah. Not keep All right. It. How's everybody feeling sound-wise? All right. 
Sound good? Sound good? Up or down? Up I or feel down. good. I feel good where I'm at. I feel good. All right. Well, we are recording. Are we are recording? Okay. And uh, last thing I asked for was to name names Raya. on the ball field. I'd like to know about any particular game out on the ball field that was of interest. Is there a ball game worth noting? Uh, I don't know if there's a ball game worth noting that that I can't remember. Um, you need to get like my uncles and stuff up here. Okay. Or, you know, something like that. Um for those ball games. Now, I do remember them telling stories. So this is just my, interp- well, not my interpretation, but what I hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I had an uncle, Uncle Chief, who was one of the older uncles. He played baseball up until he was like past his 60s. Chuck drop. <laughs> and I remember them playing uh, uh, teams, you know, all over North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee. And they had a big game going on and they was losing. And uh, I remember how the story goes, something like this, um, is my uncle came in, driving a big tractor trailer, and they mentioned that, don't let that man swing, don't let that man get the back, don't let that man get the back. Um, And all of a sudden, he came down, parked the truck, got out the truck, didn't even warm up, got to the... um, the uh, uh, batter's box hit a home run, knocked it out, won the game. Wow! <laughs> so he, he was he was that good. Like they were saying, you know, he was that good. Didn't he warm up? Whatever. Sounds like Leon from uh, Bingo Long and All Stars. <laughs> when they had him trapped in the mortuary, he showed up in the hearse. <laughs> look, look, hey, you know what? That's what they say. It. That's what they compared it to. Um, like the games there, over you know, like just like that. <laughs> Showmanship along with the games. Right. Oh man. I imagine a truck driver back in the day without power steering. <laughs> you know, like that's the man you were gonna be afraid to make contact with a oh, bat. <laughs> oh man. And you should see the bat that they used. He used like <laughs> it was like a maple bat, so it was way heavier than those uh aluminum bats or whatever mm-hmm. they use today. Man, you had to have some strength. Now what what team did he play for? The Hawks. The Seahawks. So was it, uh, was it a Rocky Mountain team? Rocky Mountain, yeah. It, for the Bears, let me see. Before it was the Hawks, there was the Rocky Mountain Seahawks or something like that. Uh, and then it just turned into the Rocky Mountain Hawks or whatever. Okay. Um, that's something, you know, you need to talk with the, you know, the older folks. Because uh-huh. you know. I think our dad played for, like, the True Vine All-Stars. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, we have a list of all the different ball fields I went through. That's one one of the pieces of history. And it's not just the black ball fields, but all the ball fields of Franklin County uh, that they had back in the day. And so it's a list probably about, I want to say like 15 to 20 uh, different ball fields. Ours is the only field that's somewhat operational. I mean, the other ones are kind of growed up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but ours, to my understanding, is the only one that's operational. That's uh, not tied to like the rec, you know, Franklin County Parks and Rec or anything like that. Because it's, it's expensive to maintain them. It is. It is. And we're learning that. You know, we're trying to do some uh, upgrades and updates uh, to the field, and and you know, we're doing it out of pocket, and so uh, it does get expensive. You know, uh, luckily, fortunately, we have people who who um, played there when they was younger and have like fond memories, and uh, we have been blessed to have people help us like even put up the dugout the roof on the dugout that has been it blew off like probably 20 something odd years but uh we're fortunate enough to have people donate 
that service to put that back for us okay. to help with the beautification of the field. And but we have a long way to go. You know, the the, the dream is to uh, get it back to the state that it was way back when, because they said the field was immaculate. It was one of the best fields in town mm-hmm. in, in the county. I mean. The amount of people who played on the field, you know, Fam College used the field for their home field. Franklin County High School used the field for their home field way back when. Oh, wow. And to my understanding, my uncle, uh, they said he helped build Franklin County High School's first baseball field. Uh, he was the one who helped build it. Uh, and because he was a stickler, you know, uh, on his field. <laughs> I do remember growing up. We're trying to ride our bikes around the field and him run us off the field. You know, every day. They wasn't That's playing baseball. That's not what baseball. this is for. That's it. You know, every day, you know, we wasn't playing baseball on that thing every day, you know, growing up. Uh, but, like, he'll drag the field every single day just, just because. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he took pride in what he did. And, like, you know, he didn't have, you know, didn't have a lot of money or anything. But when it came ter- time for, you uh, playing baseball he had the best of the best in uniforms this is what they told me <laughs> he had the best like the the uh, professional uh-huh. kind of wool uniforms uh the field was lined like he was on a professional field like everything was top class okay. and you know he had he had high expectations for the players when they put on that uniform you know you're representing us so like you know just like the coaches are doing today so he had some standards okay Now, getting new, getting new folks to come out, young folks to come out and play, has got to be the challenge. Yes, um, we we now it's tough. I, I guess there's so much other things out there that, like you know, getting out and playing, like in in you know baseball or, or whatever, is not the high interest. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about way back when they didn't have anything; it's either work <laughs> or you know play baseball. So we playing baseball or right. you know doing something outside. You know, uh, the luxury. The kids, they have so many more luxuries right now than yes. what they did way back when. So, um, yeah, it was tough. I think we got somebody who's uh, ready to record uh, oh. their, their experience in Franklin okay. County. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't even need a waiting room. <laughs> Bring them on in. Yeah, but, you know, that's it with, you know, with, with ball field, man, you know. A lot of different history and stuff, and, and people really enjoy it. The, the thing that I like the most about the ball field is sitting up there, and, uh, you know, we're having a good time, uh, talking with each other, talking with my uncles and stuff, and then you see different people drive up and down the road, and they'll stop. They'll stop and, and tell their stories about, you know, the younger years, or what happened way back when. And it's, and it, and it's amazing, because it's not just like, you know, uh, the black players, but it's the white players. It's like everybody. So it really is a place where, you know, uh, people were coming together to have a good time and, you know, celebrate and play sports. And so that's that's a great thing that I do love about that, especially hearing those stories, because those stories are hilarious. Now, I've only ever gotten to play one game on the news ball. <laughs> My uncle helped organize for it. I, yeah, uh, I remember that game <laughs> a few years ago, the old stars against the new generation. Almost been 15 years. I think so, it might have been longer than 15 those, years. 
the, the new generation is now the old stars since then. Hey, right, right. Now, we have another guest on, on here who's uh, ready to share her experiences uh, growing up in Rocky Mountain. Can we get your name? Oh, yeah, I'm Rochelle Simmons. Rochelle Simmons. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I grew up in, I've been in Rocky Mountain all my life. Okay. And, um... And, uh, well, I worked at Arrington Flowers for 50, 57 years. Arrington, okay. Arrington so Flowers, so right there, 57 years. Okay, the one right in town. Right there, right, right, there. right okay. in town. Right across the street. I did flowers, watering plants, um, delivering. Okay. You name it, I was always there. <laughs> I remember you. Yes, I yeah. know. I was going to say, yeah. I remember the face. Yeah. yeah. I remember we had to do some flowers for homecoming for Farham College, and I yeah. remember you helping us out because, you know, I didn't right. know what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine you see quite a bit of that, young men that don't know what they're doing. That's right, all the time. <laughs> and sometimes I have to let them know what they're doing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, I'm all ears. <laughs> but, yeah, and... Uh, um, uh, talking about Joe's Grill. Yes. That was my weekend hangout thing. Uh -oh. I, on Saturday, honey, when I get off from work, I went to uh, Benjamin, uh, Ben Franklin first to get a grilled cheese. Okay. And I would tell him, fix it up real good for him. I says, uh, let the elephant stomp it. That <laughs> means fix it real good. Flatten yep. it out. Flatten it out. Okay, so after I eat there and then Joe's Grill was the next stop. Okay. So I go in there and I'd have, um, sometimes I get pickled pig feet. I was hooked on those things. Pickled pig feet? Pickle, that's back in the day, that was, that, they were good. I was saying, I'd always see them in a jar, but I don't know if I've ever seen anybody I'd eat that. And then I would get uh, maybe a hamburger or something like that. Uh, I asked Mr. Pondexter to pick, could we get a hamburger? I mean, that, that was a little bit later on. I didn't have to grill cheese, so <laughs> he fixed that. Then we go and sit down in the booth and we talk. But it's just late and now. She, I think she's still living. But anyway, uh, we talk. And then uh, it was dancing time next. <laughs> we go down in that dance hall. And uh, more long before us, we go down there. We, there's always somebody want to dance with us, you know. <laughs> But we had a, that was my hangout on Saturday. Okay. So later on, um, let's see, we would go out and stand on the railroad tracks, meet our friends, you know. <laughs> and then after we meet our friends, then um, we would go back in and we'd get something cold to drink. So, it, that, that was really the, the populous place uh, down there when I was coming up. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. So I was a teenager then, you know, I was like, well, I don't know, I think I was really, I, I was really out of high school because my grandmother, she wouldn't let us hang out uh, places like that until we got out of high school. Right. You know? And when you, I dating, you had to be back home by 10 o'clock. <laughs> if you didn't, you didn't get to go out next weekend uh -oh. at all. <laughs> now, we had a woman tell us that uh, she didn't have an experience with Joe's Grill, but her husband did. Uh -huh. And she said that he liked to fight. And she said at Joe's Grill, there was only one exit. So if a fight broke out, you, would, you pretty much had to wait to get out. 
That's true. <laughs> That's true. But most time, I think Mr. Podesta fixed it where if you're going to fight, you go out. Okay. And they would get up on the railroad track right there. You know, the railroad track uh -huh. passed right by. they get up there, and that, that's when they would fight. Okay. They, they would take that. That's where they drank. They bring the bottle, put it up in their cup, uh, be a bottle, pull a bottle up in there, you know. <laughs> well, so, so there was, they didn't drink in Joe's. alcohol in Joe's. Now, uh, I don't think at the time, when I was going to, they had alcohol. Okay. Uh-uh. I, okay. I don't remember if they did. No, I don't think he did, because he was, he was real, you know what I mean. Real first, strict? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he really was. Because, yeah, you know, um, he, uh, we all grew up over there. Up, I mean, he lived over there next to where, I, at the, you know, as you go up on uh, Grass Hill, Old Grass Hill, where I live. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. You know, across the railroad tracks. Yep. Okay, he lived uh, in the house right as you get to the bottom of the hill, mm -hmm. on the left. Okay. Him and his wife, Irene. Okay. Yeah, I knew them too. But, uh, uh, but, but yeah, we had a good time then. That's that's just it. Okay. Oh, so now I got a question. What about the food first? I'm going to I'm go in the same order you went, food and then dancing. So I'll, I'll, I'm going to ask about the music next, but the food. So hamburgers, was he the one on the grill or was Irene on the grill? Who was the one that... No, they had a cook back in there, but I couldn't I can't remember now who she was, but it was, he always had a cook back in there. Okay. Sometimes he had an apron on, he'd get back in and cook too. <laughs> yeah, he would, he'd get back in and cook too. Was it a steady menu? Old hamburgers and french fries kind of thing? Was it something that would mix up every once in a while? It was about the same thing all the time at that time, you know. About the same thing. Okay. But, uh, what was the specialty? Did they have a specialty though? A specialty meal? Or a sandwich or anything? Well, uh, I know that they had um, they had a ham. They had ham. You know that if you got a ham sandwich back in the day, country uh -huh. ham sandwich, you was eating high on the hog. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you could get a you could get a country ham. You could get a biscuit every now and then. A, okay. Have biscuit. Well, I like country ham myself. So yeah, yes. Get, that's still a little high. <laughs> it's hard to find somebody put that together. Uh, that's right. Yes. Okay. So. so um, that, that, that takes care of <laughs> <laughs> Now, I am remembering, uh, I guess they, they have a, a picture, I think, that Farron got and blew up and uh, actually has posted for the 150th. Uh-huh. And in one of the signs, it says drinking is done outside. So that so, explains, so that where, explains what's going on the tracks. Right, them going up to the tracks to, to drink. That's right, yeah. Okay. That's right. They went up there to drink, fight, anything else they did. But he, <laughs> he would, they would, they think they started on the porch there, you know, the little cement block as you go in the door. They wanted to start it there, but Mr. Pendex, he'd walk out the door. <laughs> Y'all. Go up there, go on up there. <laughs> I can do it right here. You hear me? They, they would listen to him, but sometimes they give him some mouth lip, you know. Uh -huh. but he, he, that's all right. You, you, <laughs> didn't, you didn't give him much lip because he, he, you know what's coming next. Well, it sounded like everybody respected him, though, for the most yeah, part. They, they did. Uh -huh. Yeah, they did. That's now, good. That's oh, good. What was coming next? I hear, I want to hear. <laughs> if it's anything like the movies, I don't want to find out. <laughs> oh, he didn't keep a gun under the. the... I, I don't know. 
no, no. <laughs> they didn't have to show nobody what was next. In those days, it wasn't like it was now. Right, right. You know, you had to pack one, but. But back in that, that damn day, I mean, I've seen people carry um, baseball bats and stuff. Yes. And they want to show up down there and want to fight. They baseball right. bats. Mm. But never no no knives or guns in. Okay. I don't remember seeing oh, none of that damn day. Live to fight another big fight. <laughs> now the question is the music. Oh, so Lord. at some point the music would start. Where did... I found my thrill on the very Was it a jukebox? Was oh, it? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had to you had to put a quarter, a nickel, of well I forgot now how much. <laughs> and, then, and then you just punch what you want to hear. You know what you want to play. Then we go down the steps and honey, these guys will come along and have this dance. Okay. Sometimes the girlfriend will slip me in out. Oh, breaking up right now. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was it was peaceful and it, it was fun back there then. It wasn't in it, you know. Bad things going on down there. What is now? Is there a, a particularly good line? Did a guy ever have a good way of, of asking for a dance that you thought was impressive? Or was there anybody down there that was known it was, to? It, it was just the looks, you know. Oh, okay. They <laughs> come in and look, and uh, you know, and you, you could tell right off then that he was going to actually dance, okay. or, or he'd be standing there and talk to you for a while, and then you know, he'd actually. It's all in the house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was mostly. I mean, these guys, you know, they didn't want no fast. It was mostly slow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That's where they could get close to. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? And I believe it. You know, going to all like the the reunion dances and stuff. And I see the the, the older players, (laughs) you know, out there dancing can barely move. But when they go on that dance floor, it's a whole different story. That's right. Whole different story. And I know this one lady, she coming in. She would bring a little bottle, you know, with her. (laughs) She'd sneak in the corner and take her a drink and... One day she did that. I mean, she did run her own for a while. And one day she dropped it in the floor and just broke it off oh, the piece no. in the dance hall floor. Mm. But she smuggled it in. You know, she was smug. <laughs> a little bit of liquid courage yeah, from the dance yeah. floor. But see, he, uh, Miss Fundex didn't know that she had that. But you could tell by the way she acted when she come in that she'd already, she'd already been nipping. <laughs> right. nip, nip. Yeah, she's already been nipping. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So now did they have to, did she get caught when she busted her or she kind of slipped no, away? And... No, she, what she did, she said, oh, I got to get this cleaned up. <laughs> but she had it on a paper bag. You know how they used to carry a ball in there, look. Yeah. And they take the top off and take a drink out of the paper bag. She was drinking out of the bottle, you know, but she could And uh, so when she broke it, she just picked it up, put easy it on back in the trash. <laughs> she said, I done broke my look. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That was a lot of fun in oh. those days. It really was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
I love hearing those stories. Yes. It's like everybody who's been there has a story. Oh, yeah. And all of them are kind of similar, but different at the same time, like listening to their experiences. It's, it's, it's great. I like that. Yeah. Now I'm trying to think, you know, have I talked to the person that probably had that liquor bottle in there? Because <laughs> I've I, had I, several I, people, and they, and they smiled, but won't tell me what happened. But she passed. She's, she's not around. She died. Uh, She's been dead now about 10 or 15 years. Yeah, okay. she's been dead for a while. So the people I've asked are safe then. Uh-huh. Look, hey, yeah. I bet you would never know. I bet you have talked to them, but you would never know. <laughs> they take that to the grave with them. Well, that's that right? right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. And I, I like how you're not name dropping, so. That's right. You keep right. it safe. No, that's man. Right. That's right. You can't tell everything. Uh-uh. <laughs> Okay. I'm still hung up on the food, so we're gonna have to go back to this real cheese sandwich at Ben Franklin. And Ben Franklin, yeah. So, and where was Ben Franklin? That's, ben Franklin's that's right here, uh, right here where uh, Ace Hardware is. Okay. It was right in there. Yeah. Oh, where I guess is it on it's the Haywood still, side? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know where Ace Hardware? Yep. Angelhart. They call Ace uh, Angelhart uh-huh. Hardware. Okay. The hardware store right down the street. Yeah. Um, it was right in there, and okay. and, and they sold uh, hot dogs. Uh, I mean, yeah, hot dogs and grilled cheese, and uh, that was most, it was just something fast to go, you know, and you could get a soda. Now, was this a was this a, a black restaurant? No, it wasn't. Uh-uh. Okay. No, no. We, we to get into to get us a sandwich. We went through the store park and down the stairs, and they had a little, uh, little restaurant right there, just right in the back, right there. You know, I mean, we, they had bar stools and all. We could sit on, we could eat there. Okay. okay. Yeah. And and they were real nice. So, yeah. and did they allow blacks to come through the, the regular entrance? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, because yeah. I, I mean, I used to shop there. I mean, we get going and get canned all the time, popcorn. Okay. It was mm. like a little um, five and ten cent store. Mm. Yeah, it okay. was like a little five and ten cent store. Yeah. I guess that's compared to our dollar store right now. That's not. <laughs> Way back then. Now, there was actually a soda shop on the main street, wasn't there? It, uh, Rexall Drug Store was right across the street. Okay. It was, but they sold sodas and stuff there. Uh-huh. Plus, you can get uh, candy and stuff there. But it, yeah, they sold uh, fountain drinks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they sold fountain drinks back there at, uh, at uh, Rexall Drug Store. That was a drug store across the street. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of different history, man. A lot of different history that we're learning. And, and that's what I was telling them earlier. That's that's the great thing about having stuff. By doing things like this and listening to those stories. So we can compile those stories and we can keep them and move them forward. That's right. You know. Yeah. Because I had no clue, had no idea about half of the stuff that, you know, we're learning today. That I'm learning, at least. I can speak for myself, that I'm learning today. Yep. Yeah. We, we all had trouble finding First Baptist. <laughs> well, right. I must made a trip to Patterson first. <laughs> but this, this church right here, I started, uh, went to this church and I was a kid. Okay. And so, uh, it's a picture of my grandparents over there. They got a picture on the street. Did you see it, Laverne? It's a picture right here on the street of my grandparents. My grandmother, she would mm-hmm. take, bring us. Well, we walked from where we lived up on Old Grass Hill to church every Sunday. Okay. She would tell us, you get your clothes on, you're going to church. 
Mom, we didn't say nothing. Yeah. We, we didn't say nothing. Do we have to? Because we know when she spoke, we were going to do You listen, it. yeah. So, yeah. so I went to this church right here. But like I said, when I was probably about, I want to say maybe 10. I might have been young then. I don't know, but my grandmother, she carried me to this. And I went to this church until, I, until we moved to that one on house. Okay. So, and I ushered at this church, and I ushered uh, on Patterson right in that for approximately 50 years. Okay. So, was Reverend Hamilton the, who was, who was the first pastor here or whatever? Right here. Uh-huh. It was, it, I was on that thing with Reverend Johnson, uh, uh, Reverend, uh, he was real, uh, let's see, what was his name? <laughs> um, but I know Reverend Lee Saunders. Lee Saunders, okay. Yeah, you know they got a bridge named for him to go down to 20. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Didn't I know that? Yeah. Well, I know I know Reverend Hamilton. I know Reverend Hamilton was that that person in the community yeah. that helped everybody. Yes. And everybody knew who Reverend Hamilton That's, was. Yeah. So I know he was at. I'm assuming he was here before he moved over to Patterson. Is no, that correct? No, he was over there on Patterson. He was over on Patterson. He, okay. He, he moved from out of town. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool deal. Yeah. I remember Reverend Hamilton. I didn't know who he was, but I remember I was uh, I was in the hospital for you know a little procedure, young kid, and um, this old man and his wife walk in. I'm like, who are y'all? <laughs> so, well, I don't know who you all are. And he introduced himself as Reverend Hamilton, and he knew my parents. Okay. And uh, and I thought that's that's the first time that I met him, and I, and that right there let me know what type of person he was. Oh, he was strict on us. Man. <laughs> well, I, and I. I hear stories. I hear stories. I hear stories about him going to to the bars on Saturday nights and stuff. But like he I mainly went. That <laughs> somebody they said that he went to you know try to get people you know go yeah, church yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not, not that he was doing anything he wasn't supposed to. That's but right, yeah. But I heard he you know he went to you know try to help people or whatever. And that's just the type of person that I heard stories about. He was rocking. He did a lot for rocking that. Yeah. I apologize if y'all hear the background noise. We're trying to fix a microphone out here. uh, (laughs) Yeah. uh, Reverend Hamilton married my my parents. Yeah. um, And I remember one particular Christmas he gave us Sister Act 2. <laughs> and I want to say we burned up that VHS because I think we we watched that movie probably 20 or 30 times. <laughs> that was not no, why the Lord's I care about you. <laughs> he said VHS, that's way back in the day. No, but this was also, you know, the uh, when we used to rent movies for Radio Shack. Right. So that's one thing. We, before movie stars. So he he knew that, you know, when we came during the summers, we didn't have cable. And my grandmother was constantly taking us to pick up 
videotapes and uh-huh. he knew that you know he could find something that we would enjoy and shoot we we watched that movie several times you know <laughs> right. it, know it front to back <laughs> oh yeah podcast trash That's okay what I'm talking about. <laughs> now who have we added I, we've added Gary Dotson right here uh <laughs> fellow brother brother Justin right here <laughs> what's going on Mr. Dotson there's nothing much in the, in the beautiful town of Rocky Mountain the sun shining right in my eyes here I mean y'all got everything but the shade right here but <laughs> but that's alright we got the blanket of God right here that's all we need <laughs> that's it y'all Shame doing history of the, of, the, of the town right here I can tell uh, yeah yeah we, we're, we're here trying to gather uh, people's stories yeah, on uh, Rocky Mountain and their right. experiences we talked about Joe's Grill and we're talking about First Baptist Church and we, we're learning we're right. learning about the history well don't forget about don't forget about Warren Street Warren Street is sitting right up here first black owned grocery store was owned by Warren which was happened to be my family right uh, right right you know and right here behind us at the church right here uh, 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 Reverend Gilmore Warren's gonna be playing I'm gonna be playing with drums here he is a uh, grandson of, of the of the uh, Warren that owned the store here so I mean that's 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 a big history right there by itself. Now, is that where the name came from? That's where the name came from. Warren Street came from that name. Oh, okay. And, and you know, something interesting that we learned about Warren Street and Maynard Street. Yeah. Like, down on this end of the county was a lot of black-owned businesses. It was. It was. The Poindexters used to own a lot of land that was right here. Right, right, right. here, right behind Angle Hardware. Uh-huh. Uh, I think they got the, what is that, church, the Temple, uh, Temple of Light? Yeah, it's, a, it's a church. It's a church right here. Yeah. That yeah, where Joe's grill was. Uh huh. Yep, it sure was. Right Poindexter's uh-huh. on that land. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh right. So we, we're we're learning a lot. Um, I've, I've been in talks with Paris. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully expand on the Warren Street Festival to include like you know some of the well, Bannon Street. But you know, it's a, it's a work in progress right now. So nothing set in stone. But, you know, hopefully we can get some history, span on everybody's history and stuff. Right. But, obviously, we got to keep the Warren Street because that's historic. That's, yeah. that's so the while we got starting Gary, point. You're going to have to explain the, the Warren Street. Okay. All right. So, I'm, I'm I'm one of the last, actually, committee members standing from Warren Street. You remember uh, when it first started? Uh, Barbara, Barbara Jean Witcher, that she was mm-hmm. one. She was one of the, uh, the founders. She, she was the founder of the Warren Street Festival. And then, of course, you know, you got Darlene Swain. Um, we all Warrens, um, you know, our grandmother, Bishop Elsie Warren, which, um, it was her, it was, like I said, her grandfather, which is, uh, Gilmore's sister. Right. That, 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 the Warren legacy has been, been handed down for a long time. Time to take me years. (laughs) And, uh, so really when it first started, I, I was in charge of, I was in charge of the, of the music part, you know, um. You know, I wish I hadn't uh, stepped away the way I did, but I mean, I, I'm I'm coming back. Um, I've got some things in the works. I've got things in the works to actually expand it. Uh, we, we're talking about maybe, you know, me and uh, some of the other Warren members are actually going to do something uh, that parallels the side of the Warren Street Festival. It's going to be a, a commemoration of the Warren Street instead of the Warren Street Festival. Okay. So it's not it's not actually part of the Warren Street Festival, but it still is a, a remembrance of the Warren Street. Okay, good, good, good. And and, and you know, Warren Street takes place here in town, and ours is going to take place more in the county where we have more room because we're going to, we're, we we got things in the works, you know, uh, maybe some kind of little tournament, you know.
go. Uh, we're going to bring back the car show, of course, food vendors and stuff like that. We're going to make it a more family event. And we're going to have a, a church service on Sunday. We're actually going to do Saturdays and Sundays where we actually have a church service. And if I get everything worked out properly, um, I've actually uh, talked with... Uh, uh, Pastor, I mean, you know, Pastor Gimel Warren about preaching the service for the first one, and uh, I've, I've talked with uh, Pastor Gary Hoffman. Um, it's unconfirmed right now, but um, he, he's interested in being a him, him and Faith Fellowship is interested in being a part of it. I'm not saying that they are, but hopefully, uh, God willing, that, that everything will work out to where that would have to happen. You know? Now, I'll say a lot of people don't know. Um, Warren Street Festival is the reason why I fell in love with Franklin County again. You know, yeah. I finished college and uh, I brought my girlfriend to, who is now my wife, to Rocky Mountain. It happened to be during the Warren Street Festival weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that was all, a lot of magic. But it, it was. And, you know, it, all of us are out, you know, teachers, retired teachers, educators, family members that you hadn't seen. I hadn't seen in probably three or four years. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I think you were the deep. DJ at the time. Well, I was actually I was uh, the, the sound coordinator, and, and I, you know, organized the groups that, that sang. Huh? You know, uh, which Darlene and uh, Kathy Grant, which she's the one too. You know, she passed away. Y'all know. Miss Kathy, uh, Miss Kathy. Yep, she she's my first cousin. Uh, she passed away. She she stuck right alongside of Darlene there, right when you know after Barbara died, which mm -hmm. is Kathy is Barbara's daughter. Okay. So um, that you know that's she kind of picked up Barbara Jean's role in the Warren Street Festival, which they did have a museum up at the shop, which Darlene owned a beauty salon on Warren Street. Yep. Right above Herman Law's shop, you know, which Mr. Herman Law had that shop there for a oh, long time. Oh, man. And then, you know, the, of course. The tiger uh, grip. The claw. Uh, the like, claw, man. Yep. Yes. And the first, and the first uh, uh, black mortuary, you know, Mr. Stanfield had his mortuary service up there. And then, of course, you know, the Turner. So, yeah. It was actually on Warren Street. It was a, actually the, the, the little green parlor across the road, which used to be John Stanfield's first mortuary. Huh. Oh, wow. I didn't, didn't know, know that. that. I didn't yeah. know that. Sure was. That was the first Stanfield mortuary before they moved. Out, out to the other yeah, one. wow. And then, uh, learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, of course, uh, the Turners, they had the uh, the cleaners right there, right across the road from where uh, I think uh, Darlene and, and Paris and them was actually going to move the museum to. Okay. There at one time. But it was, uh, it's, it's, it's real interesting that that, that that much history was right there on that, on that street. Mm -hmm. And there's still a lot of stuff that I'm not 100% in remembrance of right. you know and it, it was because of that museum and Darlene and Barbara Jean talking about you know what used to go on there because I didn't even know my great grandfather you know owned uh, a grocery store there you mm -hmm. know so I mean that just goes to show you how much I didn't know about it now I am a one <laughs> right, right. so but that's that's why it's important to do stuff like this so we have that history yeah and you know and the right people can talk about it yeah and they can you know move on forward with us the next generation and then the following generation and so on and so forth and that's i think that's like 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 my brother Moore here said, you know, when he, he brought his first girlfriend down to the Warren Street Festival, you know, back then, you know, families could bring their children. It was a family fun event. Right. You know, uh, we still uplifted the name of Jesus, you know. That's it. That's, yep. That was an important thing right there. And on top of that, that everybody enjoyed the company of one another. That's it. That's it. And you see, now, I mean, it's, it's, I wish we could get it back to that. I think that we need to, to get, you know, more of the youth 
involved with how we used to do things. Well, I, I think I think that's that's the challenge is trying to get people in our generation and younger involved, and I, and I think that's well, the challenge. Well, I, I wouldn't say so much about our generation. I mean, me and you was about the same right. generation. You was you was right there, right behind yeah. us. You know, actually, a little ahead. Well, well, you was ahead of him, but not me. <laughs> Y'all was on the same level, I believe, right? Who? Y'all was on the same? Yeah. We're good. Yeah. I don't know. I was 96. What were you? 97. Yeah, okay, you were behind me. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I knew you was right there with me. Yep. But I only went the one year is why we had that. Yeah. Yep. 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 But see, I mean, still, we, we still had them same old folks, the yes. same church gatherings, the same everything. Yeah. Before we get too far. Okay. I'd really like to get. So, we got Stanfield Mortuary. Okay. We got Miss Wayne's shop. We got Mr. Law. Law's shop. Uh -huh. I know there was a um, taxi cab service that was on. Yes, the actually, I think that um, I think that before the dry cleaners was there, I think that was the taxi cab. Mr. Cecil Burgers, get ready to join in. Charles, oh, excuse me, Cecil's your brother. I'm sorry. Here's another another history buff of Rocky Mount. Why you know? Y'all, y'all, pardon the, pardon the little silence here. We we trying to get some more people rotated in here. Apparently, get situated. Get situated. But yeah, uh, uh, back to what you were saying, Brian. Uh, we the taxi, the taxi service was. I'm not sure. I believe Charles can answer that. Who owned the taxi service that was in the Midway? I mean, where is it? John Cooper. Cooper. Hey, yep, sure was. John I Cooper. Yep. That's who I remember that now. I, see, sometimes it takes a little joke. Also, John Cooper, he, he was first at the mark where the hospital was. Oh, yeah. That's where he Okay. At the hospital. Yeah, the mark. There used to be a mark right there by the hospital. Still mark at the hospital. Mark, at the hospital. We, we added Mr. Charles Berger. Yes, I, yep. To the conversation. Yes. Okay. <laughs> now that um, I, I think that if I'm not mistaken, they that mark became a bank several years after. No, it was seven eleven. Se oh, it was all seven eleven. Yeah, I did hear. I did hear about the store. I did, I did hear, hear about, about the store. Okay, I know where we at now. I did hear about a store. You know, I, you know, I think I could. I don't even remember that. Huh? See, I remember growing up. It wasn't often, but I, I do remember vaguely that there was a taxi service here in Rocky Mount. Yeah. But it wasn't long. It was, it was it two. Was two. There was three taxi services here. Three, three of, them. of them. Yeah. Wow. It was, was Circle Camp. Circle. Yeah, I remember Circle. And it was Dowdy. 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 Okay. Dowdy. Okay. Yeah. Dowdy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And mostly came. Uh, White people would call John Cooper because it was more respectful. Hey, John Cooper made plenty of money in this state. Okay. Oh, wow. And also, he moved to 
Lowe's Barbershop right up above Lowe's. Uh-huh. Before, before Darlene did. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. Yep. Sure did. Yep. Yep, I, 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 I don't remember what year that was, but I know it was somewhere around... It was in the 70s. 70s. It was... It might have been there. He moved in 70... 75 or 76. Yeah, I believe that sounds about right, because that was right right before my... My twinkling in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I'm a proud 77er, so 77er myself. So. <laughs> what else was on Wall Say again? So, I, what, what other black businesses were um, Now, that that right there, I, you know, I that might that. be a little out of my price range. <laughs> um, it was. I, I do. Midway Cleaner. Midway Cleaner. That was the Turner. Stanfield Mortuary. Before Stanfield, it was uh, it was was it Lynch? No, it won't Lynch. Was that's right? They was down around the corner. That's right. I don't remember who. I don't remember anybody before Stanfield. I mean, like I think that's before my point of history. Hey, Rocky Mountain came a long way. Yeah, it did. Now, as far as now, as far as the answer, as far as the answer, his question about what other black businesses, you know, of course, um, there was uh, Case Cleaners, yeah. uh, and then you know, of course, Glamour House, and then Lost Barbershop, and then it was uh, um, so, so, was it Circle Cab or John Cooper? One of those. One, it was one of them. That's that man right there. Man Lavelle. Oh, Mr. Lavelle. Oh, yeah, Mr. Lavelle, he's, he's a whole... Yeah, he's, he's a, a he's whole a dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it all, man, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lynn Lavelle, yes, yep. sir. He, he's he's a well full of knowledge. And don't mind sharing it, neither. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> all right, so we'll have to make sure we get him on. Oh, yeah, you got to definitely get him. Yeah. Now, sure. you're telling me uh, you are a firefighter. Yeah. I was the first black firefighter for Rocky Mountain Volunteer. Okay. So we got the first black volunteer firefighter for Rocky Mountain. Yep, okay. Well, that right there, that right there is a is a history of yeah. I didn't know that, Charles. I've been knowing you all my life. <laughs> I knew you did that, but I didn't know you was the first volunteer firefighter. Oh, okay. Jane Crawford, yep. At the high school. Yep, uh-huh. I worked in the cafeteria in Jane. I said, Jane, how can I become a firefighter? And she said, all you got to do is take class. And when I went, the fire department, you had to get 
three people in the community to rock play. Okay. Huh. And I went to I went to the show. I went to lawyer Jack Green. Uh-huh. I went. I knew my boy Donnie Hutchins. Donnie Hutchins, okay. Now, uh, do they have to be white to vouch for you? No, but... It helped. I'm sure it helped. It was a help. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, it's... You know, you... I mean, I... Was, was there ever are there any fire stories now I want I want to get down to the bottom <laughs> but did you ever attend to a fire or did you ever have to show up at a hey, fire that, that was like this is a pretty let me, let me tell you <laughs> I went to a fire one night and there was I had a guy Trail was on fire. Uh-huh. And his mobile home, his mobile home was on fire. Yeah. Okay. And it was in no run. Oh, okay, yeah. I had a man who called me a oh. He called you Dan. You was there to put his fire out. <laughs> huh. Oh Lord. Let me take it. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I mean, that's just to have somebody call you that. And when you're trying to say that something of theirs. When, when the man said, I know my camera girl and got the Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. Understand something like that is very emotional. Chief came to the house. It's in charge. It's in the field. Yeah, it is. He said, You gotta be a battleman. Were you able to continue firefighting after that? Were you able to go back? I went back about three weeks later. Okay. All the guys, all the guys called me. 
to stick with you. I hate that. I hate that. You were yeah, you would invest in. And also I was the first line officer for being back in Rock Mountain. I was a big Okay. I hate to cut y'all off with there. I, I gotta I gotta break out, man. Uh Thanks, uh, man. Best, best give more word. We get ready to play here in just a few minutes, so I gotta go. Uh, sent the drums up and get them. <laughs> Mr. Lavelle, I'm sorry I had to cut out. I wish I could be be, be part of this conversation with you. Oh. Yeah, you know, I, I would have learned something. Yeah, I can. Uh, uh, this is one of the one of uh, this man right here. This man is is probably one of the most knowledgeable African Americans here in Rocky Mountain, or actually in Franklin County itself. Very well respected among the black community and the white community as well. So uh, I, we're gonna leave. I'm gonna leave on a note with introducing Mr. Lavelle right here. Mr. Lavelle, glad to have you on the show here. <laughs> Thank y'all, more brothers, for having having me. Uh, if I get caught up, I might come back and sit in some more. All right. All right. Please Thank y'all. And, and uh, nice talking to you as well, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh man. All right. <laughs> Well, and I, too much attention split. I'm going to shift the conversation back a little bit to the bottom. And so, um, Joe's Grill, we have, how much is, can you remember? Can I get, can I get a story from each of you on Joe's Grill? Who would like to, who's a volunteer for first? Well, I, I, I can tell you, first time, first time I went through there, I was 18 years old. <laughs> 18. My, 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 my mother, she was very sick. My father passed away when I was small. She married again. And so what happened was uh, we, we just didn't go out like uh, she was she was a, a full boy. Yeah. And so what happened was uh, when we got old enough, she said, so just like I just like we're growing up, we, my father, well, I go back and let's go back. My mother was from here in Franklin County. My father was from Casket, Kentucky. Kentucky, okay. And he moved to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And my mother's uncle lived in Pittsburgh. Okay. So she taught school in Boone Mill for a while. And so what happened was, when school was over, he told her, come on up and stay with us and you make a little more money. He said, yeah, when school starts, you can come back. <laughs> but she got up there and met my father. He said, the job she had was paying almost twice as much as what she was making teaching school here. And so what happened, she went up, she met him and they got married. She stayed up there. She didn't come back. She didn't come back to teach no more. She got. She went went to work for some. I think with some people. She went house for a while. And then my father, he worked in steel mill. Okay. And so uh, what happened? Uh, 
Stanford. He passed it. He had sugar. He passed it. I guess I was about maybe four, five, six years old. And he, uh, my mother, my grandmother told us that, Gillen said, you bring them boys on back down here. So you can raise a garden and keep him. But our father, grandfather, he wants to stay with him. Mm-hmm. And so if you're working to go in the steel mill, and when if something happens to a parent, as long as you stay in that state, the government, the steel people, will take care of you. Okay. But see, when we lost the because we come, she come back this term up. Okay. She, she came back with the money from the insurance, she built a house. She started working people have here. Did she ever go back to teaching here? No, she never did. She did she only I've been for about 18 years. I was about uh, I guess I was about 18. I just had to just had signed up for the army when I carried over. We went back to had a niece. The nephew died. We went back to the school. That's the first time we've been back in 18 years. Oh. So they didn't know us. Uh, so when we come back, and, uh, my stepfather, she married again. But, but like I tell people, I don't know if my father would have been as good as my stepfather yet, but I couldn't tell the difference. And so what happened is, uh, we, you know how boys is? Yes. Our brothers, how special our brothers are. Yes. We can tackle who's who's boss, who's gonna get get in charge and everything. So what happened was uh, one day, one day we was messing around. What it was, we were supposed to be cleaned up while they were work. So at that time, people don't know. Brothers, <laughs> you hear people talking about how hard times are, man. What they can't do. But I'm gonna tell you, you take my mother was making three dollars a week. Working, helping out clean. And my father, stepfather, was driving a grocery truck at six dollars a week. Now you tell me what can you do with nine dollars a week for a family? And you got four children in school. You got a house mortgage. You got. Uh, and all boys. Food. All boys. So there's, there's a whole lot of eating happening in we that house. Really have a and so what happened was, when they go away, well, you're in charge. I'm the oldest. <laughs> you're in charge. So what happened, if they didn't help me, I, we played, and then we get enough time for them to come home. Well, I tried to get them help them clean up. They wouldn't help clean up. I'd be the one get a whooping. And they would tell me, say, you're the oldest, you know better. You should have known better. And so what happened was, uh, she sent us down. You see, people nowadays don't they, they tell you about all oh, I'll call it off, you whip me if you hit one child of you. It wasn't child of you, it was happy. The Bible says spare it on for a child. And so what happened? Uh, we would go down, she said, go get a switch. You had to go get your own switch. <laughs> and, and it was a maple tree with kind of straight. And it would lap around when it hit, you know. So what we do, we got to go and come in with So what we did, we take a razor blade and we just hit it and hit two or three licks and it fall apart. So she got tired of that and she told me, no, I said, uh, go bring me a dogwood. And dogwood got a whole lot of bikes. You can't cut through it. So, so what we got through is 
Oh, that's when we got a little older. I guess maybe I was about nine, about ten, maybe. And she tells said, I'm, I'm trying to go up here. And I said, so sit down over here. She sat us down. And she started talking. She said, I'm a mother, I'm a woman, and I can tell you. She said, listen. She told us what, what. She said, if you go out here and get in trouble, don't come back to me. So I'm telling you, so if you see somebody you wouldn't marry, they don't even <laughs> think about it. Say, so you speak and be nice to them. But so if you don't even think you're going to marry, leave them alone. And so what happened was uh, we sat there while she talked. Then we started crying, no, let's go get a switch. My brother had to be in there having to talk. <laughs> see, a whole lot of people don't know that. But she got up and so what, what she didn't do for us, she got books and things. And she told my stepdad, he said, take the boys in there and talk to them. And so what happened was he said, uh, they're your children. So what happened he wanted to adopt her. He was his name was Little. We were Lavelle's and he wanted to adopt her. But my daddy had died in sugar. And my mother told him, no, I'd rather not do that because most times when you go to the doctor, you got to trace you down to find out what it is. He said, what you can do. And he said, well, I agree with that. And he agreed with it. And so when, uh, after so long, we finally got straightened out. But still, we, we still, she said, I'm your mother, so I don't care how old you get. Time your mother. Yeah. And I was a grown man and been to the Army and got married. When we come back and we're playing, not running, me and my brother ride and fly. And we'd win, so we were bragging on them. She said, that's enough. Said, y'all don't talk. Said, be quiet. And all of us had hand coming up. Pop. Said, I told this you. After, this is after you joined the military. Huh? This so is I, after you were already a soldier. Yeah. And said, she didn't tell she was saying, though. I mean, wrong. He said, but when oh, I said, go. He said, and so we let it go at that. But then, when we got old enough to go, we got old enough old enough to go out. She'd let us, you could go by the bottom down here, but you couldn't go in. <laughs> see, and, and it was, uh, I, was, I was in uh, high school, we'd go, go through that, but you had, and when they said, people come by and say, can they go out? But be back at four o'clock. Uh-huh. They didn't mean leave from where you had it for. They mean be in the house. They mean you on the poetry for <laughs> So that, but see, people nowadays, they don't do that no more. They, they uh, got these phones and everything like that. But in the bottom, then, at least we went to the bottom, but we had a certain time we had to come out. And uh, I was telling them, they're to build a school down here. Me and my brothers, when we were in school, we had a group. We would sit down and I told people, I guess all of us pots and pans, we go going to court and beat them up. <laughs> so what she, she done, she taken and uh, told us that. So we couldn't go to the bottom. But when we got, we had, we got a group, we started singing, uh-huh. which was called the teardrop. We called ourselves the teardrop. And so when the high school down here was dedicated, we, were, we sung down there. And so when, after that, we went back to the bottom at Saturday night. And the lady said, uh, tell me y'all sound good tonight. She said, you know, some, some song? I told her, I don't know, we might be singing. 
Sadie Penn owned a restaurant next to her. Yeah, next to the next to What the kind place. of food did she serve? Well, they serve hot dogs, hamburgers, and, and, uh, and maybe a chicken sandwich, something like that. Okay. But they didn't sell no, no form of dinner. Uh-huh. They would just say these. You know, would, would you take it or would you eat it there? Well, you could eat there. You could, if they had no food, you could sit and take it. Too many servants. So many get in there. Then had a place in place down in the bottom you could dance. Mm-hmm. Now, is that the place where you would perform down there where, the, where you would dance? Well, where you perform, there where you have no dancing. But didn't have enough room, little spot, maybe maybe wasn't big down put <laughs> both of them cars in there. Okay. About the size of two cars. Well, it was a small place, uh-huh. it had an upstairs. Up down, lead up here, then down, go down about four or five steps. Dance one or two, you couldn't get about maybe four covers on the floor. Dance. And that's where the machine was that played the music. No, the machine was up on the top side. Okay, I didn't see that. didn't have enough room down the bottom. Didn't have enough room down the bottom. Okay, so this was this was a tight spot. Yeah, it was a tight spot. Oh, okay. And, uh, I think the last time, last time I was in there, uh, that was when I think some of our grand brother came in. They started a taxi cab in there too. Then they tried to get ahead of somebody tried to put a pool table and they wouldn't do it. What now? What roof? Back in what roof was a pool table? So, uh, but then they after that they were grand. How long did you serve in the military? How long did you serve in the military? I was drafted in 44. I came out in 47. Okay, so about almost four years, five? I took Fort Meade, Maryland, I went to I was in the Army. I stayed in the Army for about maybe four or five weeks. Because during that time, they hadn't immigrated. And the Army and the Air Force was what you call the Army Air Force. But then they come down, Truman came out and was going to change, so he changed it to just the Air Force. And so what happened was, uh, 
they wanted to curse me up in the Air Force. They discharged me out of the Army. It was about maybe 15 or 20 of them. And then they put us in the Air Force. Down in Shepherdfield, Texas. Taking the train. Shepherdfield, Texas. I uh, was uh, just going to school to have communication. And then before I got out of the, out of the Air Force, they said all the Air Force personnel would take infantry training. So I had to go back <laughs> and take some training. And then when uh, down to Langley Field, the three of us went to Langley Field. Okay, our communication. Back here in Virginia. Yeah. But they, but they hadn't integrated in. You see, we were, we went to the school, we didn't have to go to school. And somebody seen us go. We've been there about three weeks. And then they say, Oh, you don't feel me going in there. And so they put us out in there. And what was your God beauty? And uh, put me on the stockade. Put another boy guard the gate. Another boy guard the boats on the deck. So they, they turned you all into military yeah. police. Uh-huh. <laughs> see what it is. They had you on the paper said, Anywhere you would need it. That's why they put oh, it. In Oregon, long for about maybe three months before all that overseas moved personnel, so the ship was overseas. And then I went from the Hall of France, from the Hall of France to Germany, and from Germany, it's when I got I got hurt going to Italy. And so it's uh, not to help people now. You know, people talk about war now. They don't know what they are yet. Because really, it hurt my heart. And I, I was just a little country boy. And I hadn't been, I was 18 years old before I came to take away from home. That's going to the army. This, this is this is quite a big experience. So you leave Franklin County at, at 18 in the army. Texas, back to Virginia, off to Italy, off to France, and then back to Franklin County. How much had Franklin County changed, or how much of it was the same when you got back? Well, I'm gonna tell you the truth. When I left you, we drank out of one time, white, we colored out of another. Uh-huh. And I think back in the 40s, when that time was just out. I came out in the Really, this this changed the way the way things are now. It's for black people to get on. It don't look like it came up or what it is. I was 
And uh, I tell people, hold up, people don't believe me. The way you in the foreign country is out on the, on the foreign country in the war zone. And, you, and what you're doing, you got a gun, you don't have no bullets in it. Oh, man. See, people don't do it. I interviewed two or three people, but they, they don't know. I'll just tell you what's what. That's when they start up live that's about all the recording we can get is there anything you can add in is there anything that you um, remember about Franklin County that you want to add in before we close up with you well uh, the people they, they, they can do that some people it's like them brands. you got some good people and the man say you got some bad people you got some friendly people and you got some hate people. And, uh, I tell people, the best thing to do, mother, my mother always told me, say, treat people like you want to be treated. To one to others. And I tell people, like, like right now, I got, I found out, I got PTSD. I got, uh, had a very bad concussion. And, uh, my leg, y'all won't y'all lie. And that's where I praise the food. And uh, heat pads and uh, uh, all the pads. I'm here and got a rotor cup. Ain't nothing to do with it. So I gotta keep the pads up in the pad. Oh, so uh, I, I, uh, Gotta, gotta keep going. I think that's pretty good. I'm the, I'm the oldest. I was the oldest in the world. I'm the Lavelle on my father's side. I'm the oldest one there. Oldest one. Okay. I'm the only one. I'm six. So there, there were four boys. There were four boys. And two girls? And no girls. Okay. We didn't have no girls. We, we used to shoot marbles. <laughs> mother had to come in and sew. So what she done, she said, uh, if you shoot mama, pack your pants. <laughs> so we had to learn how to sew, cook, and wash, and everything. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. is to say your full name into the microphone so I got you on record. Yeah, my name is Charles Bill Jr. All right. Thank you so much for, for meeting with me. Uh, Wish I could keep you a little bit longer. Uh, I might try and catch you later. All right. All right. Yes. All you're starting to get to me. I'm going to come and get these off. Thank you. are rocking over there. Now what, what did you, did you sing, did you play? No, we sang off, we sang acapella. Sang we sang off, okay. with, sang with the music too. But most of those acapella, we got, uh, we got a cut of album, we got two, two, uh, 45s, and we sang on radio for about 27 years. And, uh, all of that. I don't know. She said she might not make it. It's up in staff. 
Would we dare 